Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 220 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Justin Swanson. Today, we talk about the connection between the Huskers and family as four generations of my family share their Husker memories and experiences. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals at cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know someone who is? Hit up Monty at 402-770-3356. All right, I've got a couple of special guests with me today. Can you can you two introduce yourselves? Well, I'm 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 your dad. This is Don Swanson, and um, yeah, I'm your dad. That's yes. it. Yep. And I'm his grandpa. I'm Don Swanson. You're not junior and senior. You have different middle names, right? Yeah, I'm Donald Lee. My, I don't uh, have any. Uh, my uh, my first name is Don. Period. Right. Yeah, you're Don, and Dad's Donald. Yeah. Um, should we call you Donald Lee just for the sake of sure? I mean, sure. Nobody nobody really calls you that unless they're from your childhood. Yeah. Days, if right? anybody calls me Donald Lee, I I know they're from back home. Okay. <laughs> well, the folks back home will know know who you are. That's how we'll tell oh. you apart. Well, I'm I'm excited to have you guys here today. As as kind of said in the intro there. Um, want to talk through kind of some memories and, and track really the genealogy of Husker fandom. Um, my, as we've talked about it, Mike and I on the show before, uh, he and I both really grew up being Husker fans and I was fortunate enough to grow up going to Husker games and, and it's always been a family affair. And I think that for a lot of us in this state and across the country who care about the Huskers, it is really tied to family. Um, so I just thought it'd be interesting to hear some of those stories. And, and so grandpa, I really want to start with you and curious to hear how, you know, how did you become a Husker fan? What are, what are some of your earliest Husker memories? Well, the uh, first um, memory I've, I, I have of uh, listening to Husker games, I uh, was 10, 10 years old, okay. 19, uh, 1940. Wow. Um, I don't know how I got started, but I, I was hooked right away. Really? And um, uh, we didn't have, of course, we didn't have TV in those days, so it was just radio. Where where were you listening when you were listening back then? Uh, I'd be in the house. Uh, we didn't have any other radio. Oh. And um, we lived uh, where, from the old Tallinn Church. We lived a mile, a half a mile east of the old Tallinn Church that year. And that's up in western Custer County? In central Nebraska for uh, yeah mm-hmm. our, our uh, friends who know Nebraska geography a little bit yep out in the edge of the sand hills right yeah yeah I uh, I don't know how I got started listening to them but I uh, I was really uh, interested in it from, I've been in, interested in it ever since do you remember what some of those early games were that you listened to what some of the games were yeah that you listened to back oh, in the we were in the Big Six then oh my wow and um, 
I'm not sure who all was in the big six, but Kansas and uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma, Nebraska and um, Missouri, I think. I can't remember. Who the this wasn't in there then, I don't yeah. think. But I forget who the other one was. Colorado late edition? I should probably know that. That don't sound right either. I don't remember. So we're talking 1940-ish. Colorado joined yeah, in 1947. Yeah. Oklahoma State was yeah, in Colorado it. Colorado wasn't in the Yeah, they weren't in it yet. So at that time, it was Kansas State, Iowa State, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas uh-huh. back, back then. So uh, I, uh, Oklahoma State was the late was not in it at that time, and Colorado was in it at that time. So, so uh, I, I listened to the Rose Bowl that year, of course, because uh, we played uh, Stanford, and uh, they they introduced the T formation. That was new at that time. Really, we had the single we had the single wing, and uh, they played out of the T formation. At first, they never we'd never heard of it. I think they unveiled it in that game. Uh huh. Well, uh-huh. I don't know. What, what they'd used prior to that, but they that's what they used. And Frankie Albert was a quarterback. And it, if I'm not mistaken, that was, was that Nebraska's first bowl game? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You kind of got in on the ground floor there. As far as bowl games. Yeah. <laughs> who Do you remember who the coach was? I mean, I, I can look that up here too. I uh, read someplace that we played in 17 uh, orange bowls. Mm-hmm. What, when was the Gotham bowl? That was in uh, New York in, in 62, and uh, we didn't have TV, so uh, my dad, uh, mom and dad were in Gothenburg at that time, I think, and we went, Sunday and I went to Gothenburg, and I went and listened to, or watched it on TV uh, at one of the business places there in Gothenburg. <laughs> dad and I did. Yeah. So what? Yeah, so when's the first time? Since you didn't have access to a TV back in 1940, when's the first time you would have actually seen Nebraska play, whether in person or on TV? Would that have been it? What's that? When's the first time you got to see Nebraska play, whether oh, by going to a, a ball game, game you mean? Well, or, or seeing it on TV. Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> Do you remember going for the first time then? No, I've been trying to think when the first game was that I went to, but I don't. Well, I guess in it. What uh, what are some of your earliest memories of going to games? Doesn't have to be the very first one. Then. Well, um, when I was uh, I was in the army, we lived in uh, Manhattan, Kansas, and so I watched Nebraska come when they came down there. I went to the ball game. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that's was that in the late forties? That, uh, that was in that was in fifty fifty five. I think. Oh, okay. Oh wow! So you might have you might have seen Nebraska play an away game before you saw them play a, a home game. I'm not sure. Huh. Was the rest of your family into Nebraska football, or was that something you were kind of doing on your own? No, I, my dad wasn't interested, and um, Donnelly was the next, the next uh, one that got interested. Okay. I don't remember where the first game was that I went to. I have, I have a vivid memory of you sharing a vivid memory, or maybe it was dad, but it was the game of the century. You know, with Johnny Rogers running back the touchdown um, to start things off and us winning down in Norman. And I, the, as I re- recall, one of you two telling me, uh, um, Dad, maybe it was your grandpa was saying, be still. Like people were being kind of rowdy. And yeah, so th- this, uh, yeah, we, we were, it was Thanksgiving Day game and um, uh, we were all together. Uh, 
my family and the grandparents and, and uh, uh, the grandfathers weren't much interested in the game, but uh, by, by the end, uh, I remember him saying, be still, be still so they could watch. <laughs> yeah. Just goes to show everybody wants to watch a winner, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was an exciting game. It was. Yeah. And you remember that dad, right? You were paying attention yeah. at that time. So well, I, you... I'm sure he was talking to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now grandpa, um, I, I remember you saying you didn't actually get to play football in high school because uh, it was kind of thought to be a... My folks didn't want me to play football, and they didn't start football in Arnold until I was a senior. How, they did, but uh, several years before, and somebody got seriously injured, so they quit. Oh, yeah. And do you have any memory of what the pads would have looked like back then? I'm just, I mean, because, yeah, you could get really hurt back then. So, Grandpa, how was it that um, you and, and Dad, or Dad, how did you get into Nebraska football then, I guess? Well, uh, so if, if, when, when was the Gotham Bowl? Was, was that in 62? Yeah. So I have no memory of the Gotham Bowl. So uh, I was born in 1955, so I'd have been seven years old for that Gotham Bowl game. So it must have been like the next year. It must have been about eight years old. And, and my first memory is on a, a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Dad had an international harvester tractor and uh, he had a picker picker attachment so you put on the picker on uh, attach that to the uh, tractor and then you go out and pick the corn and uh, so one beautiful Saturday Saturday afternoon it was sun shining and uh, dad was out attaching the uh, picker to the tractor and yep, he might had, mounted it one row at a time you remember well this was a two-row picker yeah it was one on well, was one it? on each side yeah yep. okay yep and then it, it put it into a tub in, in the back. That was on the front of the tractor. Then it put it yeah. in the back, and then it augur it into the wagon that you're pulling behind. Yeah. You were attaching that, and you had a transistor radio. And uh, you were listening to a Husker game. And we were, we were playing Kansas. And all I remember is I said to you, so do you think we can win this game, Dad? And you said, I don't know. Kansas is a good team. <laughs> so that's, that's my earliest memory. And I, I, that would probably been in uh, 68. I'd probably been eight years old. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so, so you'd come a little ways then from when you first listened grandpa and you could only listen into the radio in your house. Cause that was the only radio. Did, when did you have access to another radio, like on the tractor or elsewhere or in the car? Well, I, I think it was a, probably a transistor radio that um, radio in the tractor came a lot later. I was always slow uh, adapting something new. And so um, all our neighbors had radios in their tractors before I did. <clears throat> That's, um, I feel like that is the kind of quintessential Nebraska small town country kid story, listening to the, the game and their tractor on Saturday and during harvest. Um, but I guess I take for granted that there was a time when tractors did not have uh, radios. Yeah. Well, yeah. So if, if somebody's driving down the road, with, this is before cabs. So if you had a oh. if you had an umbrella, uh, that was the, about the best to keep away the elements. And so somebody would be driving down the road in their tractor, and and they'd have their uh, radio up louder than the sound of the uh, engine. And so you know you, you you could go deaf out riding the tractor. It's not from the tractor noise; it's from the radio. Oh man, yeah, noise on top of noise. So so, Dad, when you were growing up. Uh, it sounds like you remember what, listening pretty early. Do, what was, was it a family affair when you're listening to the games on Saturday or is it kind of like, 
doing chores and everybody's on their own or what was that like? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm guessing that dad had the transistor. And so I was tagging along uh, is about the, the way that worked. But uh, I, so my next memory is uh, uh, I would have probably been an eighth grader or a freshman in, in high school. And uh, uh, my favorite player was Frankie Solich. Oh, yeah. And I, I had this, uh, you know, he, I was never a big guy and, and he was small. For, and uh, um, so he, he was my hero. And I uh, had this red football helmet and I got out some masking tape and uh, cut out a 45 and put it on the helmet. Oh, that's awesome. I, I always thought it was amazing that Frankie Solich was small and they put him in as a fullback. And I never did. Uh, usually fullbacks are big bruisers, you know. Right. And he was, I mean, small for then. So I, I don't have his dimensions on the top of my head, but I mean, imagine how small he was then playing full, fullback now. I mean, that game has totally changed uh, when you think about that. So dad, um, you and I have a little bit of a similar story where we didn't go to Nebraska for undergrad. I feel like for a lot of people in the state or, and then who've left the state, they're really passionate because they went to school for undergrad and that's where they kind of built or kind of realized their passion for Husker football. Um, so when you f- did finally come to grad school, did you feel as I did that it's like, oh, now I'm really a Husker because you were attending UNL? Well, I, it was like a kid going to a candy store. I mean, I, you know, you get uh, tickets cheap. You go to all the games. And, uh, so I, and what, you know, so um, mom and dad lived, uh, I don't know, four hours away, three, three, four hours away, something like that. And so I end up uh, brokering tickets for lots of people. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd get a whole bunch of tickets. I, it never occurred to me to make a profit on that. As I look back at that, what, what was I thinking? <laughs> Whoops, could have funded your college, your grad school. Yeah, but at least I didn't lose any money. That's true. So I kind of skipped over a bunch of space in there. Did you? When was the first game you remember going to, Dad? Well, okay, I do remember that. It was Kansas State, and Lynn Dickey was the quarterback, and he um, – I think he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. So this would have probably been in 69 or 70. And um, uh, uh, Nebraska handled him pretty well that that game. And But the, here was the awesome thing to me. Hmm. We were way up in the south end zone. And as we were watching the warm-ups, the thing that struck me is that the apex of a punt would never get as high as we were sitting. Hmm. I just thought that was awesome. I, it just wow. blew my mind. <laughs> true true nosebleed seats right there there you go <laughs> now the whole uh, skybox is above that now i don't remember when they put the uh, the north end zone in i know um i didn't re- it seems to me like when they uh, i was first interested they didn't have a south end zone either that sounds right stands yeah grandstands i don't, I don't uh, when they, when uh, when i was young i don't think they had a, a stands in either end zone Okay. Um, and I put the north, uh, the south one in first. Yeah. Well, Justin, we've seen that uh, 1930 uh, photo. That's right. In Valentino's near your house, and it's got it's that's the year Dad was born, and uh, there there were there were bleachers, but no yeah. stands in the right. In yeah, the, bleachers. That's the word. Yeah, they they kind of could uh, put them up and tear them back down again on either end. Of course, there was the track still around. Yeah. Around the field. Well, I can tell you when I became a real diehard fan, and that, that? was in the uh, early 70s when we won two national championships in a row. That'll do it. And so how old are you at that point? 70 and 71. So um, um, 
15, 15, 16. Okay. Wow. Prime age to capture your attention. What was that like? I mean, was, so was everybody in Arnold following along at that point? Oh yeah. Pretty much. Uh, anybody that was interested in football, they were, it's, uh, interest has grown steadily mm-hmm. in those early years. But I, I see the first game, or one, see, we went, one, t- one day I was in North Platte and I went by the, uh, the travel office and they, they had uh, specials, uh, they had uh, t- uh, tickets or they had tours to go to the Orange Bowl. Nebraska played um, uh, Tennessee. And so I called Sunbeam and said, I'm going to the Orange Bowl. You want to go along? <laughs> and uh, she said, sure. So uh, I bought tickets that day and uh, we flew, uh, went down to that Orange Bowl. You're, you're talking about the Scott Frost versus Peyton Manning Orange Bowl, right? Yeah, Frost was, uh, the, he was a quarterback that year. That was, a good, was, that was a good one to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, we've gone to a lot of games together. Um, but bowl games is really not something we've done a lot of, I guess. So Marilyn I, and I, go ahead. Marilyn and I went to the uh, the one where Tom Osborne won his first championship in in Miami, the '94 season, yeah, '95 Orange Bowl. Yeah, so you, that, that was that was fun time. I, I remember as we got in our seats in the stadium, the um, the Miami fans were you know pretty raucous and and it was a little bit intimidating actually, and uh, until until. Uh, the tunnel walk song happened and the, uh, the team uh, came out of the locker room and the Nebraska fans just erupted like crazy. Oh yeah. And that, that, that was a fa- just a great time. And I, I remember thinking, well, maybe we do have a chance. <laughs> Tur- turns out we did. Turns out we did. Now, did you guys, when you guys would go to uh, games? So I, I did my first memories, I guess, of going to games probably starts in the early nineties. And really, my first memory is not actually going to the games, being around the games, is that uh, our extended family, so dad, your sister, her and her family, and my family, our family, and grandpa and grandma, we'd all meet up at a spot in Lincoln. And there was a, a bunch of tickets that we all had that we shared. And then you know, some of you would go to the game. And then grandma and I, when I was little, we'd walk around like Gateway Mall uh, during the game. Yeah, we'd have we'd all have dinner together. You guys would go to the game. Grandma and I walk around the mall together. So those are really my early, earliest memories around football. I can't really pick out an, a, a first game, but you know, probably the early to mid '90s is when I remember beginning to go. Which you know, so spoiled. Like I, you know, I had no idea. And Dad, I've cited this many a time in my life. I remember one time you being like, you know, these are the glory years. It's not always going to be like this. And it's just like, whatever, Dad. We're just always going to be amazing and always win. Like we just, I didn't know anything else. It's all I knew. And so I would sit next to you, grandpa, for decades, many years. So, you know, I always, for me, I've always very closely associated football with family and you, you guys in particular, Mm -hmm. and I would be remiss. I'm saying you guys, but really it's, you know, you don't have multi-generational family traditions without spouses caring too. Um, and dad, you and I both brought ladies in from out state who really bought in. That's made a difference. Grandpa was, was grandma always a Husker fan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she always liked the Huskers, but when it comes to game day, she'd rather shop. Yeah. Yeah. And when we, when we went making, she you go shopping. Oh, and now she says she didn't want to take any tick our tickets. Oh. That was very, is grandma there? Grandma, do you want to? <laughs> 
come over and say hi. Glad to come over here, Ann. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say hi. Hi, Grandma. And we, uh, you know, we enjoyed going to those ball games when? in Lincoln. I, I don't know how many years we went. Does, does anybody know? Well, probably is probably when I, uh, we st we started going regularly when uh, I was in grad school, which started in '77. Yeah, when you were in law school, we started too then. Yeah, what? and that's when I started getting tickets for everybody. Yeah, started being and a ticket so, broker. And actually, uh, later on, then the, when the grandkids started going, uh, they even went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take your time. No, no. Hey, hey, Grandma, when, say there, Mom. Say yeah, you can't go yet. What are some of your earliest Husker football memories? Well, I tell you what, I remember that the uh, Superintendent Lenhouse took a few of us girls down to a ball game one time. This is in high school? I, yeah, when we were in high school. Oh, wow. And he was, uh, he was really good about taking kids uh, – Ball, uh, big ball games, and uh, I remember he took us to uh, some mean, of the boys. Some of the boys. Oh man! You should tell him. Uh, so, uh, what years would that, that have been? Oh, that would have been back when, probably in 1951 or two, because I graduated from high school in '52. Okay. But I thought that was real nice. I think he—I wasn't a cheerleader, but I think he took some of the cheerleaders, and and I went with with him too. You ought to tell them about. Uh, well, Mom, what 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 game what game did you go see? Don't ask me. <laughs> I remember anything about it? I just thought it was a lot of fun. Nineteen fifty-two. Bill Glassford was the coach. So, but Daddy has a story to tell about uh, riding with uh, who did you ride with? Uh, that said that about uh, Doctor Rains, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah Doctor yeah, Rains. Sit down and tell. Right. Let's see what was it, what was it I was gonna. You want me to tell? About if you, the world ever needs Oh, <laughs> this was at a basketball game, and uh, we were going to Gandhi, which is a little jump off. Of, I mean, there was, <laughs> I don't know how many kids were in school, probably 20 or so. He was taking the, the basketball players. Yeah, he? he was taking, we were, he was, uh, in those days, the bus didn't go, <clears throat> they didn't have buses, so uh, <clears throat> they had different people in the community to, that wanted to go because they could take uh, some players and the team along. And so um, uh, it was, well, who, who was it again? Rains, Dr. Rains. Dr. Rains took a carload of us boys to uh, Stapleton one day or one night. And um, let's see, I forget. Oh, yeah. Um, we were going through Gandhi, and it's just a little, uh, they had a high school there, but it, it was really small. And um, uh, what was it he, he said? said it oh, yeah. Yeah, I know this story. He says, whenever I think of Gandhi, if the world ever needed, needed an anima, this is where they'd stick in the tube. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you might want to edit that one, but we'll see. Well, that sounds like a doctor's joke, though. <laughs> I thought you were going to connect that to Nebraska football, but it's just a crack at no, uh, Andy's not. expense. That's fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Dad, do you want to go get Mom and we can – get her thoughts here sure 
Well, we always had a lot of fun going to the ball games on Saturday as a family. We we did that we did that uh, probably from 1980 until just a few years ago. Yeah, uh huh. Because I remember we were going yet when uh, when we got grand great grandchildren. Yeah. No grandchildren, I guess. Yeah. No. Well, no. Yeah, probably with great grandchildren. Your your great grandkids are about old enough to attend the university themselves. Yeah. So I'm sure that was. Oh, yeah, you got some art about there. We sure enjoy your podcast, Justin. Oh well, thank you, Grandma. It's uh, it's fun to do. Hi, Mom. How are you doing? Good. What are your first memories of Husker football? Uh, from when you're uh, when Don started law school and we started going during law school days. So you, so you guys were married. It wasn't like he had to like convince you in order to make sure the marriage well, would work. Well. I remember I remember Husker football from before then, but that's when we started going to Husker games. Oh well, what, what? Well, she was South, she was from Southwest Iowa, and it was part of our uh, marriage contract that she become a Husker. <laughs> <laughs> I followed the Huskers from Southwest Iowa. Sharon and Steve had been going, and were Husker fans. Your sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. So when but we started going, when Don was in law school, had you gone to a game before Dad was in law school? No. 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 So as a as an Iwegian, did were you pretty ambivalent to Nebraska, or you know just kind of aware, or were you anti-Nebraska, or? Uh, never anti-Nebraska. We were Iowa State fans, and so through Sharon and Steve, uh, it was a little bit of an irritation because they were playing. Uh, they played on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Played Oklahoma, and so it was always kind of. When they Sharon and Steve would come on Thanksgiving and mom had, you know, put all this work into the Thanksgiving meal and all Steve cared about was the Husker game. And so it was very stressful for mom because it was like, let's hurry up so we can get to the game. And so I, I always felt bad for mom because of that. And so it was a little stressful around that. Yeah. But then we always watched the Husker game. Yeah. But then you married one too. Yeah. <laughs> so when when we first started going to games, uh, uh, the first game she went, she refused to wear red. Do yeah, really? I, I be one of those silly Husker fans that gets all decked out in red and stuff. So I wore a little navy blue sundress to the very first game. And then I felt really ridiculous because I didn't <laughs> have any red on. So then I went out and bought a little red flower that I pinned on to my, the next game. I wore a red flower. And then by the end of the season, I was wearing red. I can't, I, yeah, I can't imagine you going to a game and not being all decked out in red. So that's really Yeah, funny. actually, yeah, yeah. And one thing about it, Husker, uh, Southwest Iowa people, there's probably as many Husker fans there as there are anyway. And back in those days, Iowa was not a big team. Now there's a lot They're more still people not. on the They're Iowa really bandwagon. Yeah. Southwest Iowa is always more geared towards Iowa State. Sure. But there were a lot of Husker players from Iowa and Von Brans- Bronson was a huge, was a quarterback that he and um, Taggy were battling it out. Actually, he was ahead of Taggy during those years and started. It was kind of like the Tommy Frazier, Brooke Baringer duo quarterback oh. in those early days. And until he got hurt, he actually was ahead of Taggy. Oh, okay. And That's... he's from Shenandoah, Iowa, which is close to where I grew up. Gotcha. So a lot of people followed the Huskers because of him. Gotcha. So was there a point where, I mean, so for 
you two, my folks, you've uh, you've followed along with Nebraska on this steady rise. I mean, 70s, I guess 70 was a peak and then steady rise all the way through the 90s. Any favorite yeah, we went to any favorite memories of those times? Dad already mentioned the uh, the 94 Orange Bowl. Other fam- favorite Husker football memories? Well, we sat through some brutal games, those Oklahoma-Nebraska games that were always so tight. In my mind, the 17-14 scores, it seems like there were always those games where it just came down to the wire. There was the one where we were sitting in the student section with the law group where we were right on the edge of the East Stadium, right on the northern edge of it, and the wind was blowing. Oh, we were freezing. A scene between the East Stadium and the North Stadium, we were right sitting right on it. And, and the wind would just come But open. Northwest wind came there, through there about a million miles an hour. And, uh, you know, it was cold. It was mm. freezing. And then we we went out on the field a couple times when they were tearing down goalposts. Of course, we didn't participate in the tearing down goalposts. Going back to uh, 94 and 95, we still have that uh, clock that your friend gave us. That's right. We have it. What was his name? Oh, Joe Kincaid, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Somebody gave us that clock. It's a Nebraska back-to-back, and we yeah. brought it with us. We have it with our Husker things one up thing, on the wall. One thing that I'm a little envious about for you guys is me being uh, a Husker fan for the last 10 years in the Big Ten. Uh, these away games are, I mean, it's a, it's a financial and time commitment to go to an away game where, you know, you guys grew up when you could or came up where you could just zip down to Lawrence and back in the same day over to Ames and back yeah. down to uh, the little apple. Um, and you took advantage of that, right? Right. Did Don talk about that where we used to go with uh, two other couples to the Kansas game or the Kansas state game or the Missouri game every year, we would travel to away games. Now I'm, really I'm conscious, conscious of making sure that, I pass on my Husker heritage to my children. Was that something you guys thought about, or was it just something you did? And and I, it just uh, they just fell into it. Yeah, we we didn't push them. How about you guys? Did you try to do that to me on purpose? Well, it was it was a big part of the family, you know. Yeah. So we, every game day in Lincoln was a family reunion for our family for a lot right. of years. Right. Yeah, because mom and dad and and my sister and her family were out North Platte ish way, uh, Arnold and North Platte. And so this was a time we could all get together. And then her uh, kids started uh, growing up and moving to the Lincoln, Omaha, Fremont area. And um, so uh, it, it became a just a way to get together as a family. And we, Saturday game day was that. Well, hey, maybe that's going to be that way again. Grandma and grandpa, you guys have uh, transitioned off the off the ranch and you're here in town and. I think you had eight tickets, didn't you, Don Lee? Yeah, we, we had eight tickets for, for quite a while. I don't think we have, uh, I think we got six, six now. now. Uh, but um, yeah, we gradually worked up to that. We started out, um, I, I remember when we had seats on the top row of the south end zone. And that was way up there. And one year uh, uh, on the ticket request, they said, you have any uh, requests for for different tickets. And um, so I just wrote on there, um, I, I want the uh, this lowest seats we can get in the North Stadium. And boom, we got them on row one. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, th- we only had two tickets uh, back then. And then as time's gone along, we've, we, we added more. I remember we still had those tickets on the North, the highest seats 
right after I'd had Grant on August 8th, C-section. Talk about dedication. Oh. I climbed to the top oh my goodness. of the stadium. Uh, the first game, you know, is usually the end of August. Woo. I got up there, but I was like, so a month, a month after a scene section. Good man. I don't, I don't know if I've heard that before. Uh, That's intense. I was exhausted when I got up there, but I stayed there. That's a, that's a story (laughs) that as a teenager, I would not have fully appreciated, but now on the other side of four children, I appreciate that a little bit more (laughs) for you, mom. And it was probably about a hundred degrees, but I'm like, I'm staying in my seat. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go get my kids here in just a second to see what they have to say. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting that maybe I don't need to try so hard based on what you guys are saying. I don't need to try so hard to like make them like this. It's more the things that you care about as a family and do as a family become, you know, have the potential to become meaningful. And, you know, as these games get so stressful and we lose so many now, I feel like I don't want I don't want the kids to associate um, not that losing is a bad association, but like I need to make sure I react well, because if when, <laughs> if their association with Nebraska football is dad, you know, melting down, like that's not going to that's not going to yeah, make it. So, good. OK, it's just but it's a matter of perspective. You know, in 1980, uh, when uh, uh, Tom Osborne uh, was thinking about moving off to Colorado and he was doing that because people were very, very, very unhappy with him. And that was for losing like three games a season uh, a couple times where, and you know, his big thing was um, he was under pressure because he lost one game a season. And so it's just all a matter of perspective. And um, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, you know, there, there's something to be said for um, diligence and perseverance through difficulties that you've got to appreciate. And, uh, you know, you can you can win just about every game and lose one and people want to get rid of you just as much as if you would lost all of them. I am kind of surprised that uh, Frost isn't more successful here than he had. I mean, he hasn't won as many games as I thought he would. Yeah. Well, that- and that I think shows how far we'd gone down. And one, if I might interject, what we try, what I tried to do, um, I'm an eternal optimist. So you kind of got to have the balance there. And one thing I did when the boys, when you guys would go with us to the games is um, I always like with, with Grant, when he started going to the game, right Grant's then was brother. when Grant Wistrom started playing. Ah, uh, yeah. So we always, I always found a player that we kind of zeroed in on and followed him mm. and watched him and pointed him out on the field. And when we got the North End Zone tickets, that was great because then they came out the tunnel and we could watch them come in and point them out and watch them on the sidelines. So it was always kind of fun to make a personal interest, you know, take yeah. a personal interest in the different players and follow particular ones. Huh. Well, I, I've got a story on our speaking of the front row. So the first game that we have on the front row seats, um, the first touchdown that season was scored right in front. Of, I mean, right in front of us. And we were standing there looking down and, and, I'm thinking this is awesome. We're seeing you know, right here by the players in Maryland's first comment was he has a hole in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Up close and personal. <laughs> That's great. Let me go get my, uh, my oldest two kids. I will say I, we were asking Mandy and I were talking to them about their favorite Husker memories and they're still at this stage where they think the Huskers are all sports, which, you know, that's true, but, for the purpose of this conversation, we're talking football. Um, so 
their Husker memories are uh, no guarantees that it's uh, meaningful or even accurate. But <laughs> well, I'm you didn't go. start going to the games when you were this little yet. Well, that's and it true. Was all, and it was all about food too back then. What food we could buy for you? Yeah, I've taken uh, uh, two of uh, two of those grandkids to a uh, basketball game. So I've got my two oldest here. Can you guys introduce yourselves? What's your names? Yeah, but this is for the podcast, the people that you can't see that are listening. What's your name? Hi, Lenora. How old are you, Lenora? Six. And what's your name? I'm Ernest. Can you say what number you're holding up on your fingers? One, two, one, two, three, four, five. Four, yeah. Four. Four and a half, yeah. Now, what, what are some of your favorite Husker memories? My ones when we had those football treats. Oh, some mommy maybe made some special football um, scotcheroos and she put chocolate on top of them? My favorite one is the big goal. Your favorite Husker memory is the big goal? Yeah. What happened with the big goal? We scored a touchdown. (laughs) Won the game. Yeah. (laughs) You know, don't you, Grant? Ernest. Do you guys like it when we put the, the, the... the games up on the screens and, and watch them on the wall? Yeah. Lenora, when you were really little, if there was a touchdown and mommy and daddy started cheering really loud and really suddenly, do you know what you did? You cried because it scared you. <laughs> scared her. But you don't do that anymore. You've gotten braver, haven't you? Mm-hmm. What? Black white grandma. And we've gone to the football stadium together, haven't we? Mm-hmm. What did we do there? Oh, yeah, we've gone to some basketball games together. That's a little bit more accessible than a football game. I like the pom-pom girls. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That might be about all we can get out of them. Sure nice that we got to see you. Yeah, didn't you get uh, Scott Frost's autograph? Did you guys get Scott? Oh, uh, they gave us a picture with his autograph on it or something? Yeah. I have a football that you guys bought through an auction when I was in middle school that when he was a player has his autograph on it. (laughs) Oh, you even have on your gear. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. (laughs) And you guys, one, here's one thing we like to do. Go big red. Go go, big red. There we go. Let's do one more time. Go big red. Go big red. There we go. Go big red, go big red. Yep. What's that? that big guy's name? The big guy's name who almost stepped on you? Little Red? Husker. Do you guys like Herbie Husker? Yeah. What do you like about him? I like when he walks with You like when he walks with people? Don't cover your And remember when he almost stepped on Ernest? Oh, was he like backing up and you walked behind him? Is that how it happened? Mm-hmm. No, he walked. It was at uh, Fan Day a few years ago. Yeah. Those are some good memories. All right. Well, family, it's been really fun to talk with all four generations here about uh, Nebraska football and being fans together. And I think we should sign things off like Mike and I always do with a Go Big Red. Go, Go Big, Big Red. Red. Go Big 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 Red. 
The Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska. Thank you.